Yep, Mayor Mitch Reynolds is on the phone, said, um, my notes say 815, Hayes. I don't know what your notes say. I'm sure mine were wrong. So, Mayor, good morning, and thanks very much for talking with me this morning. I appreciate it. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate and, you having me on. That's right. My apologies to Aaron Goggin. I will be in touch with you, Aaron, and we'll talk, I promise, just not right now. Hey, I, you know, it's been a while since you and I have spoken, and so much has gone on. Let me let me ask you, about our topic of conversation this morning has been uh, uh, surrounding the uh, possibility of an oversight board, a committee, to watch over law enforcement, both city and county. How do you feel about the formation of a committee like that? Well, it's my understanding the civilian, I think you're calling it a civilian review board. Um, it doesn't actually have uh, oversight capacity. Um, I know that's what was wanted, um, but I think that they've settled on this uh uh, kind of a model of advocacy, outreach, data collection. I think those are the three charges that this board would have. Uh, I would not um, allow for there to be oversight of the city police department by the county. This is a county board, and um, that's just not something that we would allow. That's not that's not the job of the county to oversee well, lacrosse police activity. That's just not something I would allow. Well, I appreciate you uh, sharing that with listeners this morning. They'll feel better about it. Uh, if the if the committee that will be formed has no teeth necessarily, they simply collect information, they collect data, and uh, r- they uh, do what with it? That's my understanding. I, I have not been involved in these conversations. Oh, okay. We have people from the police department that have uh, that have been part of these conversations. Um, I again, this is this is solely something that's come about at the county level. This is not something that that uh, the look uh, the city of Lacrosse was interested in or pushed for in any kind of way. Um, so we're just there to help steer the ship a little bit. But uh, to, this is you know again, this is not something that I, I was interested in, and, and and certainly wasn't a part of uh, construction. Uh, I'm just looking at the talk and text line to make sure I don't get any questions uh, for you over there sometimes that happens but sure. they come in uh, later on uh are you a pickleball fan <laughs> i i mean i'm really excited i've never played pickleball i'm really interested in uh playing pickleball at some point i i'm thrilled that we have this uh new facility going yeah. in and the shopco in the north side of lacrosse and uh, i think it's going to be fantastic to have a have a pick, indoor pickleball courts uh have a place to uh wet your whistle if you will and uh, and you know have some have some have some good times with friends. I think it's fantastic. I love the idea. What's the yeah? Me too. Me too. Uh, top yeah. priorities in uh, you know in your office. What do you hear from constituents that they want you to deal with? I always read about this development or that development bringing affordable housing to the community. And of course, all the cynics are convinced that. Uh, the uh, River Point will not be affordable housing. I think sometimes it mm. depends on what you consider affordable housing. Do you have sure. or does the city have any kind of influence over what rent would be charged by those who will build the apartments and the condos and so forth? Uh, there is some level of influence, sure. And I think that really... You know, I don't focus so much on, on just what is affordable, but more just adding housing. Right. In some ways, we have to address this as a, as a, as a market, right? What is, what is the, the, the market is, is right now is that we have a lack of supply, which increases demand, which increases cost for those who are either renting or buying. 
If we increase supply, then we change the curve and we change the market dynamics such that we have more affordable housing. And frankly, Mike, I mean, affordable just means 30% of your gross income. So that's anybody. I right. live in affordable housing. Oh, you know? sure. So because you live there. <laughs> in, yeah. You know, I live there and it's less than 30% of my gross income. So I think that that's, I think we need to make sure that we understand that that's, it changes depending on who it is. I do think that we already have affordable housing in the city of La Crosse. It's just not priced that way right now just because the market dynamics are such that we have a lack of supply, which increases, again, increases demand, increases price. So we'll have more apartments being built, and that will force the market to lower its price to make those uh, various apartments across the city uh, more affordable, more attractive to those who are looking to rent rather than buy. I mean, ideally, yeah, that's what's supposed to happen. Yeah. That's the market dynamic that's supposed to play out. We have a, we, Our vacancy rate in the state of La Crosse is less than 1%. Um, ideally, you want to shoot that for that 5% level at the, at the, at the minimum, um, just to make sure that you have a fluid uh, market uh, around uh, rents and, um, and, 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 you know, and, and purchase prices. Uh, so we're not there, and we have a, a long ways to go before we get there, but we've got hundreds of housing units coming online over the next several years. We'll have four different developments that will hopefully starting at River Point just this year. And that doesn't include the one that's already underway. So, there's, yeah. and that that's not that's not the only things that are happening in Lacrosse in terms of housing development. And, that, and housing really is top of mind, and it is the number one uh, priority that that I have on my desk sure. every day. Housing, but also some other workforce issues, including childcare, which is why the the city has invested in some uh, innovative uh, methods for helping the, the childcare market here in the city of Lacrosse. Because that's you know we have to have we have to address the labor shortage. We have to address the housing shortage. We do those two things, and we're going to be in much better shape. Well, and there are those businesses, Quick Trip comes to mind immediately, who understand that if they want quality employees, they're going to have to help those people, uh, accommodate those people with their child care. So they have uh, an exclusive child care facility uh, up in, I don't know if that's officially La Crosse or on Alaska, up by the... Uh, pizza place uh, to help their employees have a place to take their kids that can be uh, trusted. Are you working with other uh, uh, companies to try and do something like that to accommodate uh, a, a larger workforce for those companies? Well, there's still only so many quick trips out there, right? And what a great success story quick trip is. In yeah. And, well, but you know, there's other big companies. Are, you know, yeah, you, but, you know, quick there are, there are big companies, and certainly there are those who employ a similar model. Uh, in you know, like Gunderson, I think does something that's very similar to that, and there are others. But really, the vast majority of employers in this in the city don't have that capacity, and so it really it comes down to changing in some way, changing the system to the extent that we can on a local level. I mean, honestly, Mike, this needs a state fix. This needs a federal fix. We need to prioritize. Uh, child care. And I think that we don't, as a nation, we don't prioritize elder care as a nation. We don't prioritize housing as a nation. Right. Uh, well, but you know as well as prioritize. You know, as, you know, as well as I do that at this both federal and at the state, uh, there isn't enough agreement uh, with either of those uh, larger bodies of of uh, of law of, of yeah. law writers that will offer us any assistance, any help anytime soon. So aren't we better off to, to do what we can on our own in the meantime? Well, we're forced to, and that's yeah. fine, because that's, a, that's, where, that's where the real 
that's where the that we're, that's where we can have a real impact is on the local level, and we 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 you know we function very well at that level all the time. We do we perform extremely well uh, in terms of local government, and yeah, you're right, it's dysfunctional on the state level and the federal level right now, and so we have to take the lead, and that's what we're doing, and that's why we are coming up with child care solutions right now that hopefully. You know, again, the innovative approaches that hopefully will have lasting impacts. Sure. Yeah, that's for sure. That, those lasting impacts until those kids get into school and offer the moms and dads an alternative to get a really good job and have safe child care. Uh, anything new on the, uh, the, the efforts to uh, get the homeless individuals uh, yeah. under, uh, under a roof? Yeah, so we just launched our, you know, city-county plan to yep. uh, end uh, homelessness last month. And that's implementation is well underway. I think we're ahead of schedule in doing the just the just very you know getting the the groundwork started for the just making sure we have we understand who is out there, what their needs are, and how we can address those needs. And, and you know again, this has not been done in a cohesive manner uh, at all because the city and county have not been really driving the bus on homelessness. And so now we're we're kind of trying to take charge more and direct traffic more on homelessness on a comprehensive community-wide level. And I, and we are ahead of schedule uh, in terms of what our plan was, uh, but, you know, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a minute. Homelessness yeah. didn't happen overnight, and it's going to take, take a little while for us to, to make this a permanent fix. But uh, this is definitely, we're feeling really, really good about uh, the future. Maybe not tomorrow, but uh, over the next several months and the next several years, we're going to see a big, big difference in this community. Looking forward to it, and you know better than I do, people will be watching. Mayor Mitch Reynolds, thank you very much for talking with me this morning. I'm sorry about the uh, confusion, but I'm glad we were able to connect. I hope you have a wonderful day, and uh, you do have a snow shovel uh, by your back door, right? Okay. <laughs> it's just, actually, just... I keep it in my car. Just oh. so I... There you go. Shoveling when I see have, struggling. Yeah. have shovel, will travel. Oh, you're helping other people. Wow, man, we'll have to identify your, I don't know, your license plate or something. So if you've got an issue, look for the mayor to come by with his shovel and, and help you out. Mayor, thanks.